Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mm-hmm. I stay now in my clinic up to nine o'clock in the evening. Talaga, I never huh? did that uh, in all my life, you know, but mm-hmm. now because of the volume of work, talagang andami talaga na in need of urgent help. Only 600 psychiatrists uh, in the field. have a population of 110 million, and if only 10% has problems, that's a whole lot. So there is this very difficult situation of supply and demand. Conversations with Randy David explores the various aspects of culture, politics, religion, and everything else that makes us Filipino. Listen in on the conversation with today's guest, Dr. Cornelio Banaag, the father of child psychiatry in the Philippines. This is Randy David. Welcome to my podcast. Our topic today is mental health problems of young Filipinos today. And our guest, a pioneer in child and adolescent psychiatry in the Philippines, is none other than the legendary Dr. Cornelio Banaag. Doc, let's talk about substance abuse and uh, illegal drugs. Does this have any relationship to, let us say, depression and uh, suicide? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. We cannot separate substance abuse from mental health. Because there is no you know, easy cause and effect relationship. It's possible that people turn to substance abuse as a way of dealing with their internal Problems? Yes, definitely. Psychological problems? Psychological. Many yeah. have ADHD, you know. Many are depressed. And many start with self-medication, you know, mm-hmm. or very anxious. And mm-hmm. they find, you know, marijuana can keep you at peace. It's like nirvana for some people. Exactly. And the only danger there is, yeah, you're so at peace, you don't want to do anything anymore. Nawawala yung motivation. So mm-hmm. That's why you also think of substance abuse as a public health problem. Oh, yeah, it is a public health issue. It's not a question of crime. We have defined it in society as a crime, but the users are health problems, health issues. Therefore, they must be helped. Yeah, they mm. must be helped. I can understand all the efforts to stop the drug. You know? Correct, yes. But maybe it takes more than just you know, getting rid of users. You will never, ever end it this way because there mm. will always be users. But many of them have also mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Alcohol na lang, for example. Mm-hmm. Many people have problems sleeping, starts drinking until their drinking gets bigger and bigger and they get hooked to it. Kasabihan na nga, pag broken hearted, inuman na lang tayo, you know, so malimutan mo yung lungkot. So there are mental health issues that drive people into using certain substances. I have heard of instances when people who 
attempt suicide actually post pictures of themselves making that attempt. How do you explain that? It's a cry for help, but it's too late. When I see someone posting, uh, you know, young people, for example, one mother found in the notebook of her son, walang mga notes, but what she saw was pictures of someone hanging. Yeah. Or someone cuts, makes the cuts, you know, yung mga mm. cutters, and puts it on the Facebook, on the social media. Yeah, is it? Ng attention. Uh, maybe the kinder way at looking at it is, it's a call for help. It's a way of communicating, I am in trouble. I need help. My patient, yung kaibigan daw niya, in-interview noong kanyang counselor, and yung pala nagkakat na in front of the counselor. Oh and God, when no. the counselor noted the blood, she screamed, of course. Mm-hmm. So teachers, counselors, parents should be re- ready for mm-hmm. these kinds of behavior. Well, the recognition is only part of the problem in the bad doc because uh, at least in our culture, when you talk of... Uh, a mental illness that is still stigmatized. Well, there has always been a stigma on mental health disorders. Mm -hmm. It has always been regarded like a dark secret in the family if it has been present. But the times are changing. There's still stigma, but more and more people are now willing to face up to it and admit that they're depressed. And therefore, and they're more predisposed to seek professional yes, help, no? Maybe this is the reason why there is so many people seeking help. Mm-hmm. I stay now in my clinic up to 9 o'clock in the evening. Talaga, I never huh? did that uh, in all my life, you know, but mm-hmm. now because of the volume of work, talagang andami talaga na in need of urgent help. Where should people turn for help if they don't have access to to psychiatrists. The thrust is for prevention. And where do we start preventions? Families, diba? Of course, there are limits to what families can do once they become teenagers, you know. Mm -hmm. But if in the family, good foundations have been laid, Mm -hmm. less likely for young people to go astray as they get bigger. Well, I always tell many parents, many things change in the lives of our children. But something that should never change is your love for your children, the affection Mm -hmm. that you show your children. Mm -hmm. Take time out to show that, you know, Mm -hmm. because that is their safety. Kumbaga, that's their safe space. Mm -hmm. That love that they know you carry for them. And so they will be less likely to go astray. We also know that the world is bigger than mom and dad. Exactly. <laughs> so you there's keep always them a temptation to move into directions that can be dangerous. But to me, kung ang foundation matatag, there's less likely to make major mistakes in life. And it should always be easy for children to talk to their parents. Oh right? yeah, it should be. It should be, but it has become difficult. So we're now trying through schools to meet more and more with parents and share mental health issues, mental health uh, principles, uh, the basic needs of children. You well, know. What do you mean? We have now developed a manual that we will be 
cascading in schools. Whom should they write to or approach? They write to the Philippine Pediatric Society, which is the one that's holding this program in partnership with the child psychiatrists. There is increasing demand, Demand. but very limited supply. And so (laughs) the direction we're moving is collaborative care. We're partnering okay. with psychologists, psychiatrists, pediatricians, family physicians. Mm. I'm going to be talking to adult psychiatrists, trying to make them also child psychiatrists. And mga psychiatrists nga na certified is no more than 600. Only 600 psychiatrists a population in of the Philippines. million. Oh and if goodness, only huh? 10% has problems, that's a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And the child psychiatrist is no more than 62, I think. I've heard it mentioned, Doc, that with regard to medications that are being administered, no? that normally uh, patients are not being told of the side effects. Good uh, clinical practice tells us you have to explain why you're giving this, what the action will be, what mm-hmm. is the desired effect, and what are some of the expected possible side effects. Doc, are there such things as maintenance medicines for mental disorders? Yeah, mental disorders are not acute illnesses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some are when it's just starting and you can reverse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Our rule of thumb is, for example, in depression, the first episode you treat vigorously ah, and stop on. it, you know. I see. And when you stop it, after six to nine months, the patient is doing well. Stop the medicine. We'll try without medicine. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, prayerfully, there will be no recurrence. If there's a recurrence, you do that treatment oh, so all over see. again. Mm-hmm. If there had been at least three or four recurrences, we advise you have to take that, you know. Don't stop because you are very likely to have a recurrence. Because for every recurrence, it's so much harder to treat, to reverse it. So that's why with the first onset of the symptoms, it's a vigorous attack on the Yes, on and the quick illness, actions. Huh? It cannot, you cannot wait, you know. So, kumbaga, there's a fire starting, better quell that fire, you know, okay. before it consumes the house. But apart from medication, of course, there's counseling. But apart from that, there are alternative activities that can be prescribed in the yes. like sports, dancing. Yes, exactly. Good clinical practice tell us that you use medicine in combination with talking sessions. But in addition to that... There are also other measures. Eat well, make sure you you sleep the required number of hours mm-hmm. for your age, and most important of all, exercise. Exercise. The World huh? Health Organization had issued exercise as an antidepressant. Uh, how does it work, Doc? When we are stressed, actually our body is producing cortisol. You know, we need that for immediate action. Okay. Makes you vigilant. When there's a fire there, you're quick to solve problems mm-hmm. because you're very alert. Mm-hmm. But, but if that stress continues, you continually release cortisol. And cortisol is not good for the rest of our body especially to the brain you know mm. every day of our life our brains are producing cells some cells are dying and some cells are born right now if you're under stress the cortisol level is high it inhibits the production of new cells in the brain. Mm, so your brain is endangered actually so exercise on the other hand will produce what we call endorphins, endorphins the good hormones yeah. in the body mm-hmm. which will then neutralize the effect of stress. 
So it's not just for the muscles or no, ano, no, it's uh, not, exercise. Not just for how the body looks like, but how the <laughs> mind looks like. Actually, in this world, Randy, the battle is not outside. Even okay. in the disease process, the battle is inside. That's we get invaded by germs. There are T cells, soldier cells in our body uh-huh. that will fight that. Uh-huh. And if the enemy is too much, that's when we go to the doctor. We need medicine mm. to to supplement. Mm-hmm. Our natural defenses. But your you know? first line But of defense is internal. It, yeah, huh? It's internal, you know. Does having a spiritual life help? Uh, no? That's very, very important. How does it help? You know, when you believe that when nothing else works and you believe that there is somebody out there, <laughs> yeah. if you only believe in him, will help mm-hmm. you sort these things out, mm-hmm. it helps lessen the burden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel you're not alone in you're this battle. You're not alone. You're not alone in this battle. You're not abandoned. You're not deserted. That's right. You know? mm. And that helps a lot. Hmm? That helps a lot. It buoys up your spirit. I think we've covered a lot of ground. Dr. Cornelio Banaag, thank you so much for coming to this podcast. I have enjoyed it thoroughly, Randy, and I hope our listeners will get something out of this conversation. Thank you so much. Conversations with Randy David would not have been possible without the help of Puma Podcast, music composed by Ellen Cancio. You may reach us via email at rsd.podcast at gmail.com. You may also follow us on Facebook at Conversations with Randy David and on Twitter at Prof. Randy David. This is Cara David, hoping that you can listen in again in the next episode.